Listening Dog Media. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The hot mess mum. The mum most likely to send her kids to school in regular clothes on non-school uniform day. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the hot mess mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our hot mess mums, telling it as it is, Kelly and Jenny Powell. It is the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast. I'm Kelly Pegg. And I'm Jenny Powell, and we are honoured, we are honoured today to have the rock chick of all rock chicks who's now got all good life. It's the beautiful, it's the wonderful, it's the woman who's run and done it all, Miss Jo Wood, everybody. Hello, Jo. Yeah, (laughs) see you girls. We're back for another year of the Hot Mess Mums Club with Swan. We've got some exciting plans for 2021. We can't wait to share them with you. Head to swanbrand.co.uk and use the discount code HOTMESSMUMS20 for 20% off. The Hot Mess Mums, Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. I know we're honoured as well because you're off grid, aren't you? So uh, we're honoured that you've got a bit of technology that you've got out for us. I know, it's amazing it works, actually. Um, (laughs) But uh, yes, I've only been off grid for a year and three months and uh, um, it was a bit scary at first. Uh, and then uh, now I'm fine with it. It's I've got the I've got the generator down. I know oh. how it works. Um, I've had so many problems with it. I've had mm. nights of no uh, power in the house at all. Sitting in the bed with candles. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? What have I done? <laughs> but now it's all right. It's nearly there. It's nearly there. Oh, wow. That sounds amazing. So, so what was behind that idea? Because I know that you're into uh, organic living and, and are very healthy and you've got, you're passionate about growing your veggies and everything. So is that where it all sort of started and then you got to this? Yeah, well, I decided I wanted to leave London. I had this, <coughs> 2019, I went, I, I want to go to the country. I want to go to the country. And so I started looking for houses and I was looking all around Oxfordshire and had people showing me houses and <laughs> and nothing. It was nothing that I just got me. And then I looked online, started looking online, and I thought, Northamptonshire. Where's Northamptonshire? <laughs> oh, it's just my Oxfordshire. And this little house, this house popped up, and it was really white and plain, and the guy that lived here was German. Uh, with his family, and he'd done it very, took out all the character. Yeah. And I thought, ooh, <laughs> this could be good. So I, I came to see it with my son, Ty, and uh, I've got six acres, and I, and I just was obsessed with the fact that it was off grid. Mm. And I thought, well, if I don't, then I thought I might as well do it. You mm. know, I might never get that opportunity again. 
So I did it and I've been doing it up ever since. So it's a proper project, uh, you know, the house is obviously, but also it's a project for you in your mind and body. And I tell you what, it's probably the healthiest thing you have ever done in your life. I mean, I know you've been a wild and crazy rock chick, but, you know, for most people, going off grid is something that when you look into it, it's huge, huge benefits for your health. Yeah, you know, I'm outside a lot. Uh, I've just planted 70 trees to rewild oh. one field. Oh. And we, we dug a pond. And we dug this pond, a really big, like, swimming pond. It was my son Ty's idea. And, mm. and so we dug it and we got all this truckloads of uh, blue clay and lined it with, well, I didn't, the yeah. Ty and the guy, <laughs> lined the inside with this blue clay. And then we looked at our water system and realised we didn't have enough water to fill the pond. <laughs> <laughs> So we um, we dug a borehole. Of course you did. And uh, dig up, and we went two over two hundred feet down, and they hit an ancient source of water. Wow! And we uh, that never the guy said this water's never seen the light. Well, it hasn't seen the light of day since mm -hmm. the dinosaur time or something. He said. Wow! And it's so we we filled the pond up with dinosaur water. <laughs> It's incredible, isn't it, how things happen and the synergy and, you know, it's meant to be. And I always say, and I, and I think it's probably right for you, the house found you. Do you know what I mean? Not only that, is my daughter then, her son was actually very ill last year. Yeah. Uh, he's only five. And so the doctor said after he got better, he, you ought to live in the country. So rather yeah. than in Kentish yeah. town... So we, they put their flat up for sale and, the, yeah. and got somebody said yes. And then she, uh, my new friend said, Joe, there's a lovely house for sale just around the corner from you. <gasps> she fell in love with it. Oh, my gosh. And they're living there now. Oh, lovely. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. You can't get rid of them, can you? No offence. <laughs> Bloody kids. <laughs> You look incredibly well, Joe. You really do. And, um, you know, you are a, a sort of shining example to us all that, you know, you can live the life, you can live the dream and you can go through all these layers in life with a passion and just enjoy every moment. But you come out the other end and you're wise and you're still as bloody beautiful. I have to say it because you just you just exude an energy and a youth. And I just love it. It's right up my street. And I'm sure it's up Kelly's as well. Yes. Gotcha. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, I, I'm a true believer in what you put in and on your body is yeah. so very important, especially in this day and age where, you know, we've got all these viruses. Well, saying that about viruses, we need bacteria and viruses Absolutely. to be healthy, yes, you know, without a doubt. So all this cleaning your hands. It's not stuff, right, is it? So oh. bad for you because your body is made up of bacteria and viruses and so yeah. things like cleaning your face so it's there's a great thing called um mother dirt i mm -hmm. get it from america and yes. it's you spray on your bacteria or on your face and it keeps your face healthy because yeah. we need that bacteria so yeah. i believe in eating organic staying away from genetically modified food eating mm -hmm. fresh just all of that stuff it's mm. And, and it makes you feel you get the right nutrients and vitamins, keeps your brain healthy, yeah. keeps you feeling good and 
even <laughs> like now when we're all locked down you're feeling I'm sitting, good I, i'm coming to the kitchen and i'm single so i'm coming to the kitchen and think let me make myself something really nutritious yeah to you can tonight. really go to town and, and get myself dinner for one you know and, yeah you know, do you like your own company you know you go through these divorces marriages kids grandchildren boyfriends whatever but Go on, be honest. What is it, you know, when you're on your own, hello? Uh, yeah, I do like my own company. I didn't at first. Mm. I was very, I got, when I first was single and moved into my place in Camden, I hated being alone. Um, but uh, here, I don't know, I just, I love being on my own. I can potter around, I can get up when I want, I can have a bath and lay in the bath for hours. <laughs> I can I can do the things I want to do. I I did I just broke up with my boyfriend about eight months ago, nine months ago. And uh, right. I enjoy being on my own. It makes me realise that I do like to be on my own. I hope that Do you know what? I think we've all got a bit of Joe FOMO. <laughs> I hope that I can have a relationship with somebody um, and and want to be with them all the time. But in the meantime, I've got a bit selfish. There's nothing wrong with that. Though. I think it's, you know, I think it's um, great. There's a lot of women now that sort of approving the after marriage and when things don't work and you're at a certain stage in your life, you know, they exude this sort of sexiness and independence. And, and I think it's fantastic, you know, because we've always sort of been taught to believe you've got to have somebody, you know, the prince rescues the princess and all of that. Whereas now I think there's a different almost like a revolution with women where they're showing you don't need to have somebody all the time to to be happy which is so important I never thought I would ever be like that actually because I was married to Ronnie for well with Ronnie 31 years yeah, yeah. <coughs> yeah, yeah. and uh, and then the kids left home and it was oh my god what am I gonna do <laughs> and then uh, and then I was on my own and it it took a while to adjust to that. Mm. But luckily at that time, I was, I decided that I would go out every night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how fortuitous. <laughs> oh, no. So I, I started going out every night and I got this wonderful friend called Michael Evans and he just took me to all the nightclubs and we'd go and have breakfast in Soho at four in the morning and it was like, <laughs> oh my God, this is great. And, and then suddenly I got fed up with that and I thought, no, I can't be sitting in nightclubs uh, at my age, mid-50s, <laughs> surrounded by beautiful young gay guys. In my <laughs> Come on, Joe. <laughs> It's tricky, isn't it, though? Because, I mean, you know, you ex-wife of Rolling Stone, it's, it's quite a hard bar to, uh, you know, you set the bar, didn't you? So, I mean, if I was a bloke in a club, I'd be like, wow, don't know, really. That, the bar's quite high on that one. I think I'll just avoid that lovely lady. Do you know what I mean? I've had people, guys say that to me as well. Have you? Oh, actually say that. And you're like, no, no, it's fine. Come here. I'm a normal girl. I'm a yeah. Normal. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh, They're scared you, of that. They're they are, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, worried about it. I mean, you know, I um, I mean, mine's not. You know, I didn't go out with the Rolling Stone, but I went out with the guy from Take That. But similar. After that, it was like, yeah, but you know, you went out with that guy who span on his head in Take That. I mean, you're not going to want it. You're not interested in me. And I was like, actually, probably am. <laughs> no, 
I there's me actually a man has to have a lot of confidence yeah uh, I think to not worry about that yeah and if they do then yeah I, but it's also a hard thing for me because I think that they also think that oh here's a bird with money I don't know yeah worry. yeah You're right and, and, they're in, and they are intimidated by women who are wealthy or, and have done well for themselves, aren't they? Well, some men are, I think. I think that's... Yeah, well, any money that's left over when I'm gone goes to my kids anyway. Exactly. Good girl. She's on it. Tell you what, Joe's on it. But you're, um, just tell us, you know, with the health kick that you, well, it's not, it's a healthy lifestyle that you have chosen. What was the catalyst for it? Because obviously you were this wild, amazing rock chick, rock chic, rock chick. Um, and then, you know, we're, we're doing all the drugs, sex, rock and roll. Well, sex is healthy anyway, but you know what I mean? And then to go from one extreme to the other, what was the catalyst? Yeah, well, um, we were in Ireland and I got suddenly really ill yeah. Um, and I thought I had put food poisoning and uh, I went, then I went to a doctor, then I went back to London and saw loads of doctors and he, they misdiagnosed me with Crohn's disease. Right. And so for two years, they put me on steroids. Ugh. And um, and then I had this article come out in the paper mm. and it says, Stone's wife in incurable disease. <laughs> and I got hundreds of letters then because it was then yeah and, and I, I sat on the floor they sent them over to me and I sat on the floor and I emptied the bag out of letters and I sat there and I went through them all so many people telling me about their Crohn's disease and things like that and then I picked up this one letter and I couldn't work out the writing was a bit erratic but I read it and he said I will put your Crohn's disease into remission for life if you come and see me and follow my diet and take my herbs. Right. I got in my car, I drove down to Hastings and he had lived in this house and on the front door it said Shangri-La. I nice. walked in there and there was this old boy called Gerald Green mm -hmm. and he was a herbalist. And he sat me down and he said, what do you eat? And I said, well, I you know. Me and my sister love lean cuisine. Right. Okay. <laughs> and I get McDonald's for the kids on a Friday and I do this and I do that. And then he started telling me about the food I was putting in my body. He, started, he talked about gen genetically modified food. He talked about, he talked about the soil that the food is growing. Yeah. And in that afternoon at his house, that he changed it. the way I thought about food forever. Wow. And I went home. And I detoxed my body. And then about three or four months into the detox, I weaned myself off my steroids because yep. it made me really bloated and my skin you. was all bubbly. Yeah. They took, they'd taken my soul away. I didn't feel like me. Yeah. And, and in that four months, I started to feel better and better and better. It was hard to buy organic food in the 90s. Yeah. Back then, it was all processed was the thing, wasn't it? Yeah. And then I, <coughs> I suddenly got really ill. And they took me into hospital. They gave me exploratory surgery and that found that I had a perforated appendix for the last two years. Oh, and they said God. it was amazing that I was still alive. Wow. Wow. That is incredible, isn't it? And to be misdiagnosed like that as well, it's bloody scary, though. I know. 
so I um so when I laid in hospital I thought from this day onwards I am going to be an organic girl and I have been and then one thing led to the other. Then I wanted to know what I was putting on my skin. And then I started my skin brand and, you know, it went on like that. Our hot mess mums telling it like it is. Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. More from Joe coming up soon. But let's have a quick chat about our friends at Swan. Now, for any new listeners, Swan is an amazing British homeware company whose products are all very Instagram friendly. They sell everything, including coffee machines, air fryers, vacuum cleaners. You really can give your whole house a makeover with Swan's products. One thing I think is perfect for this time of year is their slow cookers. Jenny, you've got one, haven't you? And you love it. Yeah, and I love it the way it went, slow cookers. (laughs) There's nothing better than sticking a nice warming meal in there at the start of a cold day and the whole family tucking into it that night. It's awesome. To check this and more, just head to swanbrand.co.uk and use the discount code HOTMESSMUMS20 for 20% off. Kelly Pegg, Jenny Powell, Hot Mess Mums. Yeah, so you got your, you got your Joe brand organics. And um, I mean, you are you did get awarded um, in most inspirational um, lady. Or was it inspirational and, wait a minute, determination award? Was that right? Oh, that was. Yeah, that was no, I like that though. Here's Morgan gave me oh, that. Oh, forget that. Forget <laughs> that. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Leave that bit out. Leave Piers <laughs> Morgan out. Yeah. But it, um, okay. So, Woman of the Year, you got as well. You were in oh. there with Grazia. I love all these awards you get. I mean, you're playing more down, but yeah. So, Woman of the Year, 2008, and um, you are you're a complete and utter inspiration, and it's wonderful how the story of your life. Um, and all those moments have inspired people in different ways at different times, if you know what I mean, you know, because, you know, first of all, I think it's amazing being a rock and roll mum. Yeah. I mean, I just think, yeah, I mean, it's difficult. That's a skill in itself. And when you look back now in your organic days, you know, being a rock and roll mum, was that what was that the most sort of um, demanding, the most challenging time of your life, do you think? It's all right being rock and roll, but then when you're a rock and roll mum, things change up, don't they? Yeah, it was challenging, but, you know, we had a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, and I would sort of go to bed at five o'clock in the morning, sleep for three hours, get up, take the kids to school, (laughs) go back home, go back to bed, wake up at two, get ready and go pick the kids up from school. (laughs) That sounds perfect. I wish that was my life. Bliss. Bliss. Did they um, go on tour with you, Joe? Because I know you used to go touring with the, with the Stones um, yeah. as well. So did you take the kids when you had them? Um, how did yes, you well, First of all, uh, for some reason, we weren't allowed to bring the kids. <coughs> Maybe because they were too young. And then um, in the 89, I think it was... I miss my kids so much on the first part of the tour. I said to Ronnie, please, come on. It's a kid's holiday, Mm. something, whatever holidays it was. Let's take the kids to where, I think it was to Japan, actually. And we took the kids to Japan for the Easter holiday. And then after that, all the kids would start coming out. Keith and Patty bought their kids and then Mick uh, and Jerry. But only in summer holidays or... or um, in school holidays Uh, and it was so great for them because they 
may not have learned anything from school, but they learn about traveling around yeah. the world and they learn about countries and cultures and best education. Yeah, and, and they have the best memories mm. of their time going on tour. They always talk about it with such affection. It's oh, great. Sure, yeah. Another world and something, you know, such a privilege as well, you know. And um, I think that, um, you know, you've done a grand job with the kids. Um, and it's like you've got family there with the rest of the, the Rolling Stones as well. You're all, you know, there were no major fallouts and all that stuff going on with wives and stuff which is quite amazing really isn't it because you think about all these groups now and everyone falls out and then the wife doesn't like that one and this one slads that one off but you never had that did you we never had that We're, I mean I love Jerry Patty is my still my greatest friend mm. um uh, Shirley we didn't see that much uh but yeah I still have a great friendship with Patty especially I don't see Jerry mm. anymore since right. she's married Rupert. I was going to say, yeah. Me, Mr. Media Mogul. Yeah. <laughs> a bit of a change from Mick Jagger, isn't it? It's a bit of a difference, but... Slightly. Mm. <laughs> um, I, I read somewhere, because I always think, behind every great guy, there is a, a, a better woman. And I know that... I, I read that when you sort of did tour with them you were at one point you sort of took care of Ronnie's sort of cooking and his health and everything because obviously rock and roll you know as they get on a little bit as well health-wise it can can't it because it's kind of a wild life at a certain stage of it all so what was that like well so after I when I once I got better um I and became completely obsessed with what I was putting in my body and we'd go on tour and you walk through the kitchens of hotels and, yeah. and some of them would be filthy. And I thought, no, I'm going to cook on tour. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I got a two burner and would put it in a suitcase with, you know, bits and pieces, a little saucepan, a little kettle and things oh, like that. Brilliant. Right. And then one day I closed the, the case too soon and I burnt the towel when I opened it. <laughs> oh, my God. So I designed and had made a flight case and, and I had a proper cooker, two burner cooker in it. And I would just go to each health food shop in each city yeah. and buy my food and, and, and cook in the room. Wow. Fantastic. Oh, what were the guys like with that? Because I think men are a nightmare to try and sort of, you know, get them healthy. And well, Jenny's okay. Martin's really into his health. My husband's 52 and he's horrendous. Getting mm. him to eat anything good is just like, it's an impossible task. So did they all love it that you did that or? Well, well, you see, I don't think Ronnie would have liked it if I had cooked him quinoa and, and uh, I don't know. Kale, yeah. mung beans. <laughs> and yeah. tofu. So yeah. what I used to do is I made him food that he loved, but it would all the ingredients would be organic. And they'd be so real, make, yeah. I, I would make him a mincemeat stew with everything organic in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it was the same with the kids, actually. I remember Jamie saying, I can't eat, this is my eldest, I can't eat this organic stuff. It's disgusting. Mm. So I started cooking the food that they love but all organically. 
That's such a great idea for mums, you know, because you can do it like an alternative to chicken nuggets. You can do your own organic ones. And yeah, you know, I've got a good gr- recipe for chicken nuggets, actually. Have you not done a book yet, have you? Oh, I love that. Maybe we can nab it for our site, our website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that'd be great. It's called, it's called Magic Chicken. Mm. And what all you do is you soak, you cut up your chicken bits and put them in uh, um, maple syrup and soak them yeah. for an hour. Dip them in flour and fry them. Oh, that sounds so nice. I've got all that. I'm doing that tonight. It's chicken tonight, chicken tonight. (laughs) Joe Wood, chicken tonight. (laughs) Yeah, magic chicken. Oh, I'm loving that. Writing this down. Yeah, see, we take everything on board. It's just not a token interview, this, Joe. We're 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 just sucking you dry of all your experiences and your recipes, everything while we can. Take it, you can have it all. (laughs) So you've got, I can't believe you've got 10, is it 10 grandchildren or we're behind or is it it still 10? We're 10. Ty hasn't had any yet. Right, okay. You're not pressuring him, are you? Well, I am a bit, actually. Oh, I thought you might be. Yeah. Ty, get yourself a bloody girlfriend. (laughs) So Jesse's got four. Yeah. Uh, He's got two girls and two boys. Jamie's got four. He's got four boys. No. Uh, And Leah's got two, a boy and a girl. Uh Oh, wow. I was over at Jamie's the other day and they were just fighting and fighting and fighting. And I but said, the problem is they're all shutting doors, aren't they? Yeah, go on. You just yeah. I said, I, I've got to go home. He said, Mum, stay the night. <laughs> I, he said, Mum, stay the night. I said, I Please, Mum. I've had enough. <laughs> That's the great part about having grandkids, though, isn't it? You can just hand them back. You can leave when you want to leave. You're not stuck with them all the time. Yeah. God, I couldn't. Yeah, they absolutely. Fight. Adore you though, all the kids, don't they? Do they just want to stay at your house all the time and just get yeah, muddy? They, and I had Leah and the kids over, and they wanted to stay the night on uh, Sunday, Saturday night. And yeah. then on Sunday, I woke up and they left. And I looked around. And I thought, my God, how do they make it so messy so quickly? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember that when they were kids. My uh-huh. kids were kids. No, that's because you were. That's because you were asleep until they came back from school. And you had to go and pick them up. Come on. And the cleaner came in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh dear. So you're sort of like your friendship group now. Then I always I'm so into friend. It's my my 19 year old. She's introduced me to the friendship group thing. So who's your little close knit? You know gang of girls just because you know i'm thinking of denise who's like so precious to me and kelly um and even though they're show busy you know it you know the things resonate with us and we we, we are the real deal it's not just for show so i'm just wondering who's your little band of merry women um well patty yeah uh richard um uh then I've got my friend Maraid, who uh, is a vintage dress dealer, and I adore her. I love her. Useful. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not that I'm going out anywhere. No, that's moment. true. Uh, uh, then I've got Yasmin. I've got my friend Bricks. Mm-hmm. She used to be married to, um, oh, what's his name? Her name is Bricks Start Smith. Uh, Brick Smith Star, I always get it the wrong way around. She was married to some musician and she also went out with that violinist guy. Oh, oh Ken- is it Kennedy? Nigel Kennedy? 
She went out with Nigel Kennedy. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. I love Brits. She's a bass player in a band and she's oh, cool. just so cool. The Fall, she was in The Fall with and married Marky Smith. Oh, right. Gosh. All right. So do you... Yeah. <laughs> so you're not Zooming. If you're off grid, you're not Zooming. You're not keeping in touch that much with people in some ways. But are you are you cool with it? You just, you know, you know, they, you, they're in the ether. They're out there. And I call, I, I speak to my girlfriends most days. Oh, good. Okay. I'm just checking. I'm just checking because I, I always call in on people I worry about and I can always put you on my list, Joe. <laughs> yeah, go on then. <laughs> are you eating your organic greens? You're not going back on that processed crap, have you? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> no, not you. But you're one of my favourite eras, and it I really um resonated with it was um your curly perm of the eighties. Cause I used to have a curly perm of the eighties. And whenever I look at the shot, I think, oh, that, that, that's got to be the eighties, because that's when I have my curly perm. And everyone goes, What was that? And I went, It was a thing, wasn't it? Yeah, I love my curly. In fact, I looked at a picture yesterday and I thought, shall I go curly again? Because I only go curly on holiday. Yeah, but you could. It looked really cool. Like, yeah, slightly spirally, but not. Don't overdo it. But you know, just like a bit of a kink could be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, like that. (laughs) Yeah, but what we out of your decades? um, Because we've all got them. I'm nearly as old as you. So, those decades. What's your fave decade? Um, I would say, I, I actually like the 80s. I really yeah, like the 80s. Yes. I got married in the 80s. We moved back from America in the 80s. Uh, um, I, yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. Started touring a lot at the end of the 80s. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I like the 90s as well. And when was it, you know, you? what I loved was how... Um, uh ronnie got you a camera and i bet you didn't realize what you did was that back in the 80s when did he give you the camera or was it before it's well before that but no it was uh let me see i met him in 78 uh, 77 he bought me a camera uh when we moved to la so he bought me my first polaroid uh and then he bought me a camera uh so uh it must have been beginning of the 80s yeah he bought me that first camera and that's because i used to take Polaroids, yeah. but all the time first. Right. Yeah, which is a great idea. I mean, you know, obviously we didn't have our iPhones then and all that, so we couldn't get those instant amazing pictures, you know, just in the moment. Um, so Polaroids were what you did, weren't they? But um, but with that camera, there was something that you, you photography, you just, I wonder what it was where you realised, wow, I'm going to just record and, you know, make a diary of, of these amazing times. I actually wish I'd taken more pictures because really? there were so many times that I thought, no, no, I won't. I, I mean, I didn't take enough pictures of Mick because he always made me feel uncomfortable if I got my camera out. Right, yeah. Yeah, he's saying, oh, no, I'll just... I used to have that with Gary picture. Barlow. Yeah, he didn't like it. No, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, I wish I hadn't, you know, I wish I had. But mind you, Keith made up for that because he would pose for me and anything you know he was great he's great he's a good guy so uh, we were talking about the women and that you're still in touch with all of them but what about the guys and 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 everything do you still talk to any of them and and how is it like when you know with your with Ronnie and everything and and how do you move from kind of having that amazing life together to the next stage after 
after one chapter ends, but you've still got these gorgeous children and grandchildren. So how do you guys make all that work? Because you talk of it all with such love and affection, which is fantastic. Yeah, no, I talked to Ronnie quite a lot. I talked to him today, actually. Um, um, but when we first split up, uh, he was weird with me, yet he was the one that left me. Right. And I tried to encourage, because of the kids, and we had some grandchildren, uh, I tried to encourage that that I, I wanted him to be my friend because yeah. I had we had so much history together. And he was funny at first. He he wouldn't have it. Uh, mm. And he would have, like, he would avoid me. And I used yeah. to think, duh, why is he yeah. being like that? And then slowly and slowly he came around and... Uh, maybe it was Sally actually that uh, helped it better, you know, come along. And then one day I said, I, every year I would say, come over for Christmas Eve, pop in, you know. And then one, one day he said, all right, me and Sally will come over. I thought, oh, yes, yes. yeah. I've yeah. done it. He had to leave it, he had to do it in his own time, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, that's a tricky one because they have their own sort of demons they have to sort out before they can move on. I think women are a bit more, we get there quicker, don't we? Yeah, you know we're I mean? more grown, grown yeah. up, I think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and so so now, you know, it's easy to pick up the phone and talk to him and he can talk, ring me up anytime he wants. And, yeah. you know, we still got children and grandchildren together. And yeah. I think, so I think it's really important that, Spend, especially when you spent so many years. mad years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. all those memories, you know. Yeah. You can't write it off, can you, Joe? And I always say I had a, a bit of a nasty, not nasty, but hurtful divorce. But you know what I always said? I said, don't get bitter, get better. And it, it pays off in the end, you know. And all I, I just want the kids to be happy, you know, and, and everyone to be happy and their partners to be happy and for it, for it to be, a, a, you know, a different dynamic in the family. But it still should work. Of course it should. Because, you know, what good does it do otherwise? I, I think I really, when I, me and Ronnie first split up, I went and listened to this guy talking about uh, my friend Gail dragged me along to this thing and he stood there and he said forgiveness is one of the greatest things you can do is to forgive somebody and to forgive yourself and I thought yeah. oh, I'll never be able to forgive Ronnie and then and mm. then it just kept going on and on in my head and and then I said right I am going to forgive him and I'm going to forgive him out loud <laughs> in my house and yeah. I shouted it out and yeah. And I felt so much better after I had done that. And it was good for me. And forgiveness is the right way, the right thing to do. Because it, 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 by not forgiving, you are attaching yourself to, to that all the time. By forgiving, you're releasing yourself. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're freeing yourself, yeah. Oh, God, I just want to come around for the week and just sit and talk <laughs> shit with you. Like, I just do. I'm sorry, and I want to eat loads of like bones. She's after your address. <laughs> I'm just like, oh god, I just yeah. Could you could you name a tree after us or something? <laughs> <laughs> so you don't forget. Yeah, me. I name a tree after you both. 
Oh, well, that would be amazing. <laughs> this is the Kelly tree. This is the Jenny yeah. tree. Do you know, I've got to tell you something, and it, it might sound a bit stupid, but my mum was a massive fan of yours. Um, I lost her when I was 19, but when you said yes to coming on, I messaged my stepdad and I said, you just won't, and he is a huge oh. Rolling Stones fan. And I said, you'll just never guess who said yes to coming on. And I told him and he was like, your mum would just be so proud. He's like knockout that is incredible and I just thought if are you you know I've never met you before so I thought I won't say it straight away if she think I'm nuts but I just um yeah she was a huge fan of yours you know uh and we grew up sort of around all the Rolling Stones music and everything so um when you said yes it was a it was just lovely really lovely. tough to lose your mum isn't it I lost my yeah. mum 2015 Mm. And, you know, well, I talk to her like she's here every day anyway. Yeah. And I'm always asking her for advice, even though she she doesn't give it back. Do you know what? It's really weird because Denise today, she put a post out and it, she put a picture of her mum on, on there. And, did you see it? And sometimes we just want our mum. And it's so true. Um, so true. Yeah. But you know what? Those of us that are here, we just have to be mum for other people. That's what I, I always believe. You know, if you can. Yes, you know. my mother would say, none of us get out of here alive, Josephine. <laughs> <laughs> She's You're right. such a great guru. You're just a gorgeous guru. You're so many things in so many ways. I can't wait to post about you. It's going to be such a long one. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, we're trying to get Jenny on Strictly because I think she'll be amazing. And you did oh, Yes, go you? on. I know yeah. we keep we're plugging for it. We're gonna start a campaign for the for the next one to get her on. Um I know you did it and Brendan Cole was your partner, wasn't he? Oh, he's lovely, Brendan. I yeah. love Brendan what a guy. so much. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's a real personality. He's, I think he's him. missed, actually, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? Because he wasn't vanilla, and now he's not on it anymore, which is a, a bit And of they're a shame. all vanilla. Yeah, exactly. He was, yeah. he was so good to me, Brendan. You know, I mean, he would make me cry when I couldn't remember the steps. <laughs> um, but he would. he was so great and supportive, uh, and he. I just love him. We became such good friends on that. I mean, I went to his wedding, you know, he texted me the other day and said, haven't spoken to you for so long, Joe. how are you doing? Yeah. I'm all right, Brendan, let's dance again. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Did you love the whole experience, even though it's obviously quite frightening doing something like that, especially if you've never danced before? I can't imagine what it's like, but. Yeah, I loved it. I, I loved rehearsals. I loved hanging out with Brendan. I loved the makeup. I loved the clothes. But I absolutely was so scared about the actual dance. Doing it. The yeah. doing it bit. <laughs> yeah. So much to remember where yeah. to put your feet, how to put your feet, where to, how to go with the music. I mean, and, and I think... Maybe if I'd done it a couple of years ahead of that, and you know, like I did it in 2009, maybe if I did it in 2012, mm. but I just got out of my marriage and I, they asked mm. me to do it and I threw myself into it. I'm glad I did it, but I, I hadn't done anything on TV or anything for years and years and years. Mm. So I was really nervous on show day. Mm. Mm. 
But it's a good test. It's a good challenge, isn't it? It's always good to keep that going and always challenge yourself, you know, until, you know, until you die in day, really. I think we should always do that. I think it's a great way to keep going and keep you young. Um, and, you know, you're on to the next thing, which is bloody off grid. I mean, yeah, that's a proper challenge, isn't it? I'm like, okay, <laughs> proper self-sufficient. I did Bear grills a couple of years ago. Oh, right. Oh, how was that? Oh, I'd love to do that. What was that like? I loved it so yeah. much. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. Just going on an island and having nothing and surviving. It mm. was, I mean, the hardest thing for me was not having my eye makeup. <laughs> <gasps> Gosh, that's so true. Whenever you get those, um, you know, the Q&As for a magazine, they say, what would you need on your desert island? I always say my mascara. <laughs> No, you can't have True. anything you at all. Can't have anything. Nada. Nothing. Oh, uh, second thoughts about that one. Yeah, that's one extreme to the other with with Strictly, where you just got sequins coming out of your ear holes, and then you know there's bear grills. But you see, that's what you resonated with, and here you are living the life. Yeah, but I life. loved I loved that bear grills one. I absolutely loved it. I stayed the whole time. The young girls left. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, of course yes. you were. <laughs> yeah. It's because you got some sustenance. You got it, you know, you're the real deal. They're all flaky. No offence, but come on. All right for five minutes, flash in the pan, and then that's that, you know. But yeah, um, no, it was good. I always needed to. I needed to know that I could survive on a desert island. I thought, if I can survive so up to now, let me see if I can survive on a desert island, and I did. So is there anything else left for you to do? Or are you just going to enjoy your, watching your trees grow and um, your grandchildren? Or is there anything that's niggling you and you're thinking, yeah, I've got to get that one done? Yeah, I need to go to Machu Picchu. Okay, yeah, yeah. I need yeah. to do that. And I want to see the pyramids because mm -hmm. I love all that and I love anything to do with aliens. Because okay. I, um, I do a podcast called Alien Nation. Oh, and oh I, how cool. And I interview people that have had um, UFO experiences and sightings. And yeah, yeah I did, I've done uh, interviewed Dan Aykroyd, Robbie yeah. Williams, Sean Wright. Oh, fabulous. All sorts of people. So we're just about to start in the next few weeks, next series. Have you got David Icon yet? No, I'd love to get David. Oh, you on. and David Ike would be perfect. Get him on now because he's trying to get out there, obviously, in present circumstances in the world. Get him on. Oh, that'd be oh, great. Yeah. All right. That's a good one, actually. All right. Yeah. And I'd, I'd like to get, um, uh, oh, what's his name? The guy that worked at um, Bob Lazar. Yes. Bob <gasps> Lazar. Oh, my God. That oh. would be great. Oh, gosh, this is making sense. And then what you need as well, you need one of those massive um, telescopes, you know, the ones that, you know, you just look at the other planets. You need one of those, like an observatory outside in your, at your gaff somewhere, I think, to do some stargazing and some planet gazing. And then we could do spot an alien night. Spot a UFO night. Yeah, yeah let's do I'm bored of cards of humanity. Let's move on. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 no, but, um, you know, we're talking to you because you have had such an amazing life, such an inspirational one, Joe. Um, and it's great for all our young mums, our older mums, all those mums out there to know, you know, that you you keep going on, you're, ever, you're shifting, you're changing all the time. But at the end of the day, you know, you've got that warmth and that love for other people and it, and it just comes out naturally. Um, and I think that's why we're all so drawn to you, really. Thank you. 
you. That's lovely. You made my day. Well, there you go. Well, well thank right. you for being. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Being our guest. We've got two questions for you, Joe. very quickly yes. before you go from some of our fans who yeah. wanted to ask. The first one is candles. You've got gorgeous candles. She said, how did that yeah. come about? What was the idea behind that? Um, well, once I got organic with myself, uh, I looked at what was in products. And um, in candles, there's so many chemicals that yeah. when you burn the candle, we're breathing them in all the time. So I wanted to make a candle that was organic and wasn't harmful. So that's why I did my candle like that. And best beauty tip that you would give anyone, because you look amazing. So I think our women would love that. Uh, I'd say be organic and and um, sleep is really important. Sleep. See, I keep telling people about my nana nap and nobody believes me. I'm like, you've got to have a nana nap. Yeah. Jo, thank you. Thank you. See, <laughs> Kelly, I told you. I know, but I don't get chance to do that. I've got tiny little kids, so I don't oh. get much. I know not much sleep at all at the minute, but it'll come one day. Yeah. But and then I, about I think, three o'clock. I, th I think a good diet. Yeah. Um, uh, no fried food. I never, very rarely eat fried food unless I make magic chicken. Um, and um, I don't eat dairy and I don't eat red meat. And I, and I think as you get older, you must put more nu nutrients in your body mm -hmm. to yeah. re, re um, oh, I can't think of the word, to rejuvenate your cells. Love that. Oh, you've been amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, it's been a real pleasure to talk to you. All Thanks, right. Jo. Bye. Bye-bye. The Hot Mess Mums, Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. Thanks to Jo for joining us on this episode of the Hot Mess Mums Club. And also thanks to Swan for sponsoring this episode. Indeed. And if you fancy giving your home a bit of a refresh at the start of the year, then make sure you go and check out their gorgeous products. Just visit swanbrand.co.uk today.